We are on Daflamites and Ois Gimel. The author ever starts to explain the idea of Shame Havaya. So it would be valuable to imagine just the shapes of the letters, which become uh, a mechanism for insight into the meaning. The first hey, Yud Hey, Vav Hey, is the hot level that we call Bina Ilah, which is the expression like the letter hey that has length and breadth and depth in contrast to the compacted Yud which represents the idea of both mamalik kol almin, the contoured level, and the sevev kol almin, that comes from the origin, which is the yud, which is tzimtzum. Now, <clears throat> in the personal level, in the nefesh, this is the expansion of understanding, following that initial flash of con- uh, conceptual awareness that comes into the mayach barak hamavrich, that it should expand upon it in breadth and depth about the infinity of Hashem, how he fills all worlds and surrounds all worlds with this one original mitzumtzum, compacted, contracted kernel. And through this, there's also an expression and a revelation of this within the heart and a passion that fires up the heart. And so to a joy within the soul in Hashem who makes him through the greater contemplation and this is bainanus, like the Pasik says, Aim Habanim Smecha, the literal translation, the mother of children is joyous. But here we're making an analogy between the word for his bainanus and banim, that through his bainanus we have greater simcha. And this is through Sadilasata for this level of this hey is chuva ilah. That is, we are elevated from below to above. And this is why the word chuva itself is a compound of tashuv hey, returning the hey that we cry out to Hashem when we are feeling squeezed. Because this collapse that comes from the closeness of the intensity of Hashem is considered to be squeezed a very tiny bit of godliness, and particularly if we will devote our soul to it in our words and in our thoughts that, God forbid, are not towards godliness. So then the very tiny bit of godliness that is there becomes lost in all of the foolishness and darkness in which we stumble. And if we will then turn ourselves around and desire to be closer to Hashem, so our spirit will draw out a spirit, like the idea of the continuous cycle in the davening. That first we think about how Hashem has brought himself down through the Hishtalshalis and compressed himself into this physical world so that it matches up with us at the Mamali and Sevivkol level. Until all we can do is Yahalua shame Hashem. We can praise the shame, only the level of shame. The name, Yishtabach Shimcha, through this we will come to love Hashem in the Kriyashma of Harvayalekecha, that it should be a revelation of Orin Saif Mamish. And this is what we request that there should be an expression and length and breadth and depth within our heart, within our soul. And this is what it means when it says, Return us in complete Shuba, Lifanecha, before you. That is, that it should be drawn down, Panecha, into our Pnimis. That is, the level of Orin Saif Mamish. Like it says, Hashem should radiate his face to us. Yer Hashem Pana. And the idea of the Vavhe in the Nefesh is to be a revelation of uh, Torah and Mitzvahs through their being effectuated in actuality, because Torah is also considered like the letter Vav, like the Pusik that reads, Call with the Vav, Kuf Vav Lamid, I cry out in the wilderness that we turn towards the way of Hashem that there should be the drawing out of this call, kuf vav lamid, that we cry out in the way of Hashem, and the revelation, even in the level of midbar, which is this physical world, that it should be similarly in holiness, we shall see it. 
And this Samshacha is in Heitata, in the level of Maisa, like it says, the act of righteousness. This Maisa itself. And the Tzedakah is the general mitzvah, because just like Tzedakah lifts up and invigorates the spirit of those who are fallen, so too, mitzvahs in general draw down passion and infinite light down here into this lowly world where godliness should be revealed down here. And this is the level of the hey, like we say, righteousness, that we call tzedek, without a hey. And then when it's when it's spread out, as the Pasuk continues in the right hand, an expression of chesed that adds the hey to tzedek, and we get the consequential tzedakah. Now, this revelation in actuality is through the level of vav, which again, like the letter vav being a vertical line, and the word vav itself meaning a hook, is to connect. Now, with all of this, we have the havai and the nefeshalakis that is invested still within the body and also has to contend with the nefeshah Bahamas. There is, though, of course, also a level of avaya that comes from above. Like it says, that you shall love Hashem, your God. That means you should love in actuality a consequence that draws down within it the level of love that comes from above, the Sarusa de la that is before the Sarusa de la Sata. Like it says, Hashem will transform. Hashem does it. The curse into blessing that's in our parsha, that sins become merits, mamish. Explanation being, that through the great power of the Baal Tshuva, who has a greater passion, he comes to the consequence of serving Hashem B'chomayadech with his entirety, even more profound than he can reach on his own, with an actual mysterious nefesh, like the story of Elizabeth Derdoi, who did such a level of tshuva from a lifetime of evil behavior, that he's called Rebbe. This is a level of bittal and total surrender of his soul in the Kriyashma, like it says, to you, Hashem, I pour out my soul. And that's why Rebbelezer ben Dudai literally cried himself to death. And this level called Bechines Adecha is revealed in the Balchuva more than in the Tzadik. Because the Tzadik is Bechol Nafshecha. That is, that he has this greater level of light that comes out of darkness through the Averis that the Balchuva had done previously that he now turns himself around from all of the foolishness that he had invested himself in heretofore. And this reaches down to his very nefesh. And he cries out to Hashem from this point of being squeezed, that it should be a true crying out to Hashem beyond anything his soul can tolerate. And this is why, if we take Yud-K, the first two letters, with the word Shmi, my name, the gematria is 365, like the 365 prohibitions. Because the 365 prohibitions through resistance reach to that level of yud that is higher than even the Asay, that is through resistance, we reach a more profound level. It's not confined by the action. The mitzvahs Asay are manifest in the Vavhe, like it says, in the land which is not planted, the level of not planted, because the name yud is higher than vav and you need to have this Kayach of the Nefesh to draw it down in the level that is manifest in the actual execution of mitzvah actions, the mitzvah saseh. However, through restraining oneself from the loy saseh, we uproot our desire for it. And this uprooting, that is a far greater level that comes from, to the level of b'chol me'adecha, higher than what we can otherwise tolerate. And regarding this, we say, from the depths, I cry out to Hashem. Because there are 10 depths that parallel the 10 levels of the soul. Seven midas, three intellect. 
And the depth is the root within every level that is called the depth of darkness. This is the level of darkness that cannot even be revealed, that doesn't even have a manifestation in the body or in the animal soul. It's from the loftier level of midos that are beyond anything that can be revealed in the soul. And it's through the Bechol Meyadecha that has revealed these depths. And from there we cry out to Hashem that there should be a rejuvenation in the level of the Havai within the soul, that it should be in the Neshama, this Havai that comes from the depths that are not yet revealed. And through this we transform the curse into blessing, that from there we draw out forgiveness and atonement, like it says, we will sprinkle upon him the pure waters, and it will wipe away the crassness of sin. And therefore, we say during the 10 days of tshuva, mimamakim, because each day we are drawing down one of those 10 levels until we come to Yom Kippur, where it's before Hashem, lifnei Hashem, tataru. Right, as we're right there where we reveal this level of the nefesh, and it draws out the consequential purification. Now there's a new mimer, we're on Lama Tessama Beis, that explains this idea uh, that the kites of the Yud, so again, if we imagine the shape of the letter Yud, it begins with a small point. This is a remiss to the level of Keser, the crown that sits on top of the head, higher than the intellect, which is the hidden love within the heart of every Jew. And because it is taken from such a lofty level, and therefore it exists within every Jew, this is called Malchus of Ein Seif. It's a level of atzmus of Ein Seif. It's not something that can be grasped. And therefore, it manifests in the heart of every Jew, even somebody who can't understand it or comprehend it. And therefore, in the point of this Yud is the level called Remez. It's something that it's alluded to. It alludes to the Ein Seif only as, again, a, a, a shallow reference. It's not something that is grasped because no thought can grasp him, only through the stirring of the heart from the depths of the person within the deep recesses of his heart. Then we get to the full letter of Yud, which is already the character of Chachma, because Chachma, which is the very beginning of an idea before it's been fully developed, and it's drawn down into Bina, which has already got like, it's already a sense that it's got uh, depth and breadth to it. But the Chachma starts to become hidden, that initial spark of uh, inspiration. And the Bina is when we start to have understanding in depth and length. And in order for it to be revealed, even to reveal the level of Chachmila, this Seichel that is hidden from any graspable thought, even though it's a, this is said regarding Kesar, but it also applies to a level of Chachma, because Chachma is still ungraspable. Now, from the level of Bria and below, we have a revelation of Chachma until it is brought down to uh, being actually manifest and comprehended in human Seichel. Malachim and Neshamas. But in the level of Atzilas and higher than Atzilas, you can't have Chachma. Nevertheless, it's the source of Chachma. And this is what we mean, that it is wisdom and not a wisdom that can be grasped. And in order for it to be a revelation of this Chachma, it has to have many levels of Tzimtzum. And even in order for it to be a level of Chachma through Tzimtzum, that is the level of Gvura, of Atik Yemen, that should be invested in Chachma and the Gevura in the level of Tzimtzum, in order that it should be drawn out from the level of Chochmah Matzilas, it's through an intense Tzimtzum that is drawn down via the hairs and the mazel. As we say, the father is nourished from the eighth mazel. And the analogy of the hairs are 
that the hairs derive their nourishment from the brain within the head through their surrounding over the head in the skull that conceals the intellect. And it slips through this skull to nourish the hairs. That this is, again, a tiny radiance of the intellect. And it's not really comparable to be unified with the mayach. It's only a little bit of a glimpse that in order that it be higher than Atzilis, this level of Atzilis is incomparable. Whereas Chachman, in order to become Bina, and then from Bina to be Midas, that is to think it, understand it, and experience it, this requires this process of Ishtalshalis, where there has to be a, a link between the conceptual idea, the analysis, and the manifestation. But if we reach higher than Atzilis, for it to be to us, this is only a slight glimpse like the hairs, which are an expression of the head, that they pierce through the skull from that which is con concealed, but there is a little bit of it. Like we say, the darkness is concealed. So the hairs represent the slight glimpse in contrast to the midos, which are a manifestation of the comprehended chachmah. And this is what we mean when the Pesach says, Hashem is the king garbed in glory, that just like a garment, conceals the person, and yet it also expresses their glory, so to the hairs, which are like, again, geyos, which is the numerical equivalent of 410, which is representative of the concept of the strands or the hairs, as based in the Kabbalistic statement. Now, the revelation of this chachma is going to be extraordinarily compressed. Thirty times, 32 times, the word Elohim is referenced in the story of creation in, in the beginning of uh, Parshas Bereshis, which represents the 32 pathways of Chachma. Again, a Kabbalistic idea. That Chachma is divisible into 32 identifiable pathways. And they are extraordinarily compressed so that they can be expressed from and into the contoured and even the Sevev level. For in order for there to be an expression, you got to have symptoms. Because even the tiniest finger quote of Hashem is going to overwhelm the world. So the only method for Hashem to express himself is through intense tzimtzum. And even so, all things that they come before Hashem have no status. And it's only a kiloi with the comparable chaf prefix. And it's only when it comes before Hashem, but not as it is standing amongst people. But if there would be an expression of Hashem without tzimtzum, there would be mamish non-existence. And in order for there to be this simtu, this has got to require the Yisarusa de Lasata. We have to be Mavata Lao Ratzai. Because there are two different types of bitta. One is the Kaitzel Shayu, that is the completely irrational commitment, where a person just wants to separate himself from his own existence and be subsumed within the infinity of Hashem, which is irrational. The second is more of a Chachma, it's more of a rational idea that a person puts aside what he wants for something greater than himself. And this becomes clarified through Chachma, which is not the case with the point of the Yud, which is beyond Das, that there, there is no Ra, and there's no Bira. It comes from Eitz Hadas, where Toiv and Ra mixed together. And through this Bittal, which results in Esrusa de Lusata, our approach to the infinity of Hashem, we put ourselves aside, we have a level of Bittal to draw out this Helam and this Hislapshis, that Hashem should invest himself in the garments of glory, a level that is otherwise detached, Atik Yemen, that it is like uprooted, it is uplifted, in order that there should be creation. 
Then we have the hey, the final hey of Hashem's name, which is the expression and length and depth, the mamali and the seve, the level of bina, a level where we can be elevated to tshuva ilah. This expression within the heart that we take from this initial spark, this revelation of chachma, that comes into a level of tzimtzum, till it results in a passion and enthusiasm and a simcha that is manifest in the heart. Like we say, eim habanim smecha. Again, mother of children is joyous, but we're reading it as through bina, which is the grasp of analysis, we have this joy. And through this tshuva that comes from below to above, we also draw out a hispashtus of revelation of Hashem in length and breadth, mamali and soive, by crying out from this oppression that we consider ourselves squeezed because we only get a tiny ray of godliness. And even in Ganeid and Neilam Haba, it's also only a tiny ray. Like we say, who do I have in the heavens? And the Vav, which draws down through Torah and this hay, which results in mitzvah actions, through the Torah that is now expressed in the mitzvah. So Vav and hay is through the Hamshacha, whereas the Yud and hay is not through Hamshacha, because the Yud itself is revealed in the hay, and there's no Vav. And the hay, which is a revelation of the Mamali and the Seveh, that becomes one that, that comes from that singular point from the level of tzimtzum, because without tzimtzum you can't have anything, and the tzimtzum that it should then be expanded upon and unpacked is all this one level that comes from the Sarusa de la Sata, where we see it all as one. And when we start to analyze the Mamali and the Soiviv expressions of Hashem, how this singular point becomes spread out in the Mamali and Soiviv levels, this level of hey. But when we think about the tzimtzum, how the hispashtus comes from this initial point, this level of yud, and how the yud is all one, the yud itself comes into revelation in the hay, and this is what we mean when we say, havein b'chachma b'chachma b'vina, understand chachma, bina in chachma, and chachma in bina. Then when you get to the second half of the yud kei the vav and hay, the vav, which is the expression, like the word kol, kuf vav lamed, a voice where one person speaks to another, that it then results in the character and manifests itself in the hay, which is already the speech, the expression. So we should start to have detailed understanding, like speech itself that comes before the midos. If a person feels love, they'll express loving speech, that the speech becomes something of its own identity, comprised of letters, and yet it is the vehicle for expressing the vav, which is the midos, via the speech, and so too it is above, by Hashem, this level of hey, which is the revealed, that becomes transformed. Now all of this is the Havaya in the Netzalim. Like, Hashem, your God loves you. In the actuality, it is manifest in Hashem's expression of love, that he has love for you. And the two are intertwined. That it comes from the ten spheres, of the source, the ten spheres of Adam Kadmain, in this level called the Sarusa de la Sata, you have a Sarusa de Leila. And in the Sarusa de Leila, it results in the Sarusa de la Sata. And that's why Hashem will transform curse to blessing. And sins become merits, like it says in the Parsh explanation, that since Chuva is in the first level of Yud K, even though it is drawn down from above to below, nevertheless, the person who is attached down here, how does he come to such a level? when we, he is engaged in material pursuits. 
but this is through the total com- commitment of that he abandons his own identity, even though relative to it, this is a level of light that is still referable to or descript- descriptive, describable as a keli. Nevertheless, it has to be with his ma'oid. Now, is revealed in the Balchuva through his zdainais, his sins, that the transformation, like it says, a land that is not seeded, that through the loy, through the not, through the abnegation of self, we get the consequential planting. The point being that Shmi, my name, combined with yud Hey, gets you the Gematria 365, which is the number of prohibitions, which in this sense, the capacity for resistance is superior to the capacity for compliance. That through the fulfillment of or the with resistance of indulgence in the prohibitions, we uproot our desire for that, through which we, re- we reach this level of total devotion to Hashem. In actuality, like the story of Elizabeth Doi, both in the Mesiris Nefesh of Davening, where we cry out to Hashem when we feel squeezed because we are distant from Hashem, that based on this, the whole idea of Tfilo results in the, the, the Ahafta that is declared in the Kriyashma. And through this, we have the total surrender of Zdainis Nasikazachias, our sins become merits. That from the depths we cry out to him, from the depths of darkness, from the skull that covers the brain, because the brain, the Chabad, are the three hollows of the uh, skull. And a, the, the, the skull surrounds them, that it conceals, that it shouldn't be a revelation except through that which seeps into the hairs and through that we draw down this greater passion, we come to a greater level of the depth, the 10 depths, that is the Kesser level that was within each of these 10 spheres. Now the 10 spheres that are dispatched manifest themselves via the hairs. And there, there is the opportunity for klipa. And that's why we have to pare the nails, like the Parsha says. Because this is, again, like the hairs are a mild expression of the brain, the nails are a mild expression of the, the body. That is the keli and not the iris themselves, the body being the keli. Nevertheless, the light that is invested within the keli, where it becomes attached, cannot be eradicated, even by sin, even by the idea that we wash them away. Because the washing, which is that which comes from the depth of levels, from the depth of darkness, from the ten spheres, and from our depths we cry out that it should be a revelation of Havaya, from the level of Umka from depth, that is not yet manifest this light, nor is it invested in Kalim. And through Bechomayadecha, the resistance of the Sitra Achra, we dispatch a glory of godliness, that is this dispatchment that is beyond even Atik Yemen, where it uproots mountains, and that which is uplifted above, that is the level be, be, uh, that is otherwise hidden, and from there it draws out this level of Havaya, a new, a new revelation of godliness, a level that is higher than Atsilas. And this is what we mean when we say, return us in complete tshuva before you, before Hashem, this level of Atsilas, where we have total tshuva. And the drawing down of these 10 depths in the 10 days of tshuva. So the consequence being in Yom Kippur, we have Lefnei Hashem Tataru. And that's on Nila, the end of the day, which that at that last moment when the sun is setting, that is when we have achieved this ultimate atonement. And therefore, it says in the last Mishnah in Masech the Krisis, 
a person who has uh, uncertainty about an affair in Yom Kippur, even if it's at the moment when the day is ending, he's still atoned. Because he's atoned at the end of the day. That is the ultimate time at Ni'ilah when Malchus is brought up to Kesser, where we are absolutely before Hashem, that we become purified. That from there it draws down this purity and this rechitza of all of our sins. They all become forgiven. forgiven. As is explained in the Zayar, in Parshish Emor, about Eskafi and Eshapcha, that Eskafi is drawn down from Moichan of Ema, but on Shabbos it's Moichan of Abba, to be transformed from darkness into light. But this is all about transforming the darkness of Klippas Neiga, from whence the Nefesh Bahamas within a person, which is combined of good and bad. But the tshuva b'chol miyadecha was that are down here becomes zachiyos. This transformation, this is like it's explained in other places on the pasuk. It says that Yaakov dusted it up with the stranger, who turns out, of course, to be the Malach of Esav, that he brings up this dust to the kisiyakovit. That this level of dust, that is ash from fire, which is the lowest level of klipa, becomes subsumed within the kisiyakovit. And this is the level called tshuva. We're now in Daf Mem. Therefore, the Gemara says, Godel tshuva, how great is tshuva that it reaches to the Kisiyakovit, the Malchus of Atzilis, which is called the level of bracha. And that's where tshuva reaches. That is, from curse, it becomes transformed to bracha. And this is what it means, that it is uplifted, or they are uplifted in the plural. That Yom Kippur is called the Shabbos of Shabbos. That even relative to Shabbos, it's called Shabbos, because Shabbos is Shabbos Lashem. The six days of the week are Elohim. Shabbos is the revelation of Avaya, the Moichin of Abba, and Chachma, which gives life to all, like it says in Kohelis, which is the level of Yud of Shem Avaya. And from there, it draws out that it should transform darkness to light. But Moichin of Abba, that's the level of Atzilis, and therefore that is the Shem Avaya, Shem and and therefore it is drawn down to be a transformation of darkness, of Klippas Nega, to light. But being that there is the transformation of curse that is down here from Klippas Nega to Bracha, this is the level of Nei Hashem Tataru. That is, that there is the Havaya, who is the dispatcher, which is the level of Yom Kippur, which is called Shabbosayim.